Yo, you want to see something cool? No. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva, Viva Las Vegas. So, Stephen, I am freshly back from Las Vegas, Nevada. That's true. You can't call it Nevada. Legally, you can't call it Nevada oh. because people will correct you. And mm. I'm not trying to live that life. I am the corrector, not the correct E. That's true. In That's all true. cases. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, how was I it? I flub my lines. Uh, it was not bad. Are we frozen? Are you frozen? I'm fr- I'm good. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. Your your <laughs> image was frozen there briefly. <laughs> okay. We, I think we're all good. Start from the this top. This is perfect. <laughs> no, let's just keep going. Fuck it. Okay. You know? We got a quick episode. This again, is right? what the show is like. It's this all is, in there. This is how it is. Okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm back from Vegas. I uh, it's not really a relaxing vacation. Mm. You know, oftentimes when my wife and I take our weeks vacation, we go to some type of resort and just post up there and just hang out, eat food, and relax. Right. That is not that's not Las Vegas. No, you're, you're not going to get a lot of that, right? So we uh, got an Airbnb there. It's like a mile and a half from the Strip. Okay. And um, so it wasn't wasn't too far from anything, but also gave us a little bit of like peace and quiet. We didn't have a bunch of like gotcha. crazy people like uh, walking near us when we're just trying to sleep or whatever. Um, but we went and uh, we enjoyed it. We did a lot of like touristy sightseeing stuff. We went to the Hoover Dam, mm. and uh, that, that was yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, you learn a lot about it. And then uh, I'm only mentioning that here because I'll probably forget that I even did it here right, uh, within remember. the next week or so. Right, right. Yeah. So if I ever listen back to this, this is just you know, an info dump. As, <laughs> as, yeah, as my, as my grandchildren are putting on <laughs> some Beats headphones for me. Right. It's like, hey, let. Let Pappy uh, listen to his uh, podcast where he was talking to his imaginary friend for a long time. Oh, he was white. He was a white one. He really was. Uh, Grandpappy, that was a ghost. Okay. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. He's still nice to me. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I never been to the um, Yes, you have. Listen. Oh, yeah, I remember. Learn lots about it. Oh, that's it. right. Yeah. What was it like? Oh, I'll just listen to this. Hey, this isn't very good. This really is not very good. Anyway, so uh, we went, we did that, uh, saw some sites. We went down to mm-hmm. uh, Fremont Street, which was like old mm-hmm. Vegas. It's oh, the, okay. the one you see on TV where you've got that. Um, the cowboy? That, uh, yeah, the, cow- the cowboy's there. Yeah. And uh, you have that like archway that's just like a huge ass oh, yeah. video screen that runs the length uh-huh. of it. And uh, that was cool. A lot of. Uh, grunginess out there as well Interesting. like it was it was kind of kind of gross what about honestly sand? uh not not a lot of sand okay didn't get no. in places that's good no no did not did um, you uh did you gamble mm-hmm. yeah i know you're not well, really Steve, a big gambler i would say but i'm i'm not a, a big gambler mm-hmm. turns out i'm not a little gambler either oh, yeah. uh, later on we went to the main strip the new one i guess and uh walked past like a bunch of the like hotels and stuff and uh, we went into one casino and i thought my wife and i we would each take twenty dollars put it in a machine play there for i don't know maybe 20 minutes if we lose the 20 bucks whatever right. you know we just take what you can lose right mm-hmm. so uh we we took twenty dollars each we split them each into five dollar bills so i had four or fives she had four or okay. fives we finally found a slot machine uh duo that were set up next to each other we sat down. She put in her five. She like hit the button, and started playing. I put in my five. I was like, I don't know what this is. So I <laughs> hit like five cents. I'm like, I'll play five cents on five dollars for a while. Right. You know, it's going to kill some time. Mm-hmm. We've been out walking in the heat. We'll get a break from that. Just hang out here in the AC for a little bit. Stephen, I hit the button one time. I immediately lost. Mm-hmm. I was uh, <laughs> I I kept hitting the button. I was like, oh, something's wrong with this machine. I didn't realize it was like five cents per little like square on the little video screen or oh, whatever. Wow. I was super annoyed, and it was just like. I had like a 60 cent credit on there. Mm. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> so I hit the thing to get the ticket and I was like, I'm fucking done with this bullshit. So oh my gosh. she was too. So yeah, it's it not was, really it your thing, good. right? Like, no, yeah. no. It's like, like I, I sat down for 11 seconds mm. and I lost $4.40. Oh God. Not for me. Not for me. Yeah. You know? At that rate per hour, if you added that up, you're losing mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of money. Very, very quickly. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just not that fun. And my dad really likes to go. 
uh my brothers kind of like to go and stuff but every mm-hmm. time i'm like my dad will give me like a 20 sometimes when we go and that like every time i've gone to the casino i go with someone else that like, gives me money like a grandparent or a parent and that's nice when it's not your money but it, to me, I'm like, this isn't even fun. Like, I'd rather spend $20 on so many other things that would give me enjoyment that I know I'm not getting it back. And also, slot machines are really confusing now. Like, you don't even get to pull the yeah. handle. You just press a button. No. It's not even, like, yeah. cool anymore. I don't understand that. I know. I'm trying to, like, do a little bit of exercise, you know? Right. So I'm like, I, you know, <laughs> work up my, my one arm by pulling that giant handle, but you, you didn't even get that. And it's like, I, there's just too much shit. You know, right. I feel like an old man saying this, but I know, I know a lot know. of old people play play these machines and they're like, oh, yeah, you got to do this, this and this. And they ash in your face and shit. Right. Like, no, I, I I was not about it. I Plus, it stinks in there. It smells like smoke. Right. It was not, juice was absolutely not worth the squeeze gotcha. on this, you I'm know. You. But I know that's why people go to Vegas is to, to gamble, you know. But yeah, you guys kind of picked this one randomly, right? Like you like you said, you usually do the resorts, mm-hmm. but I, I, I thought it was good. You kind of mm-hmm. stepped out of your comfort zone maybe a little bit and like I would. Yeah. I'd love to go to Vegas just because the experience. I'm sure the shows Let's go. could be cool. All right. Oh. I loved it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I would totally go with, like, my dad. He would be cool there. Yeah. But uh, I would go with friends. Mm-hmm. Like, Amanda said if she had, like, a, a bachelorette party or something there, that, that could be fun. Or mm-hmm. I think maybe she's done that before. I'm not sure. But she's she's been Wait, for are, uh, for work before, I think. For, like, like a, a bachelorette party. Is, yeah. Are you guys okay? Or you know she has friends that this, that also get married right wait she has she has friends i know that's not okay I've oh told my her god to stop it what is that like <laughs> no but uh she uh, went for work like, yeah. uh for like a conference uh in the last few years i guess mm-hmm. and she also was kind of like like her boss paid for a lot of stuff like for their hotel room and stuff and so that was like mm-hmm. she, but everything there too she was like it's expensive and like i just it's not really our vibe yeah um, but you know, I don't know. Like I'd still like to go once sort of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was the same thing my wife and I talked about. We're like, for us, just like going together, I feel like we've kind of done all the things we want to do right. at that point. But if we went back with a group of friends that would like change the dynamic sure. a little bit or whatever. That said, we went through like a ton of stores. They've got a ton of like shopping malls right oh, off the strip okay. there. Like you, you walk in, it seems like you're walking into like, uh, a a small like storefront type of uh thing like it's very tall mm-hmm. but you don't know how like far back into uh, yeah. the block it goes or whatever and it kind of winds through there so ton of shopping to be done uh we did uh like a very conservative amount of shopping mm-hmm. just because everything is so expensive and it's like yeah i just uh, I'm, I'm not gonna i i can't pronounce most of these stores right. names you know gutchy. like gutchy yeah, <laughs> you know or is it gucky Oh, it's gucky. gucky. It's gucky. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just like uh, so much of that stuff. But we had a, a good time. We went to the Coca-Cola store. went to the M&M yeah. store. I ended up buying like $32 worth of M&M's, and it was Whoa. not as much M&M's as you would think it would be. <laughs> it was like a large bag of coffee beans, essentially, and it, it uh, ended up being, uh, you know, close to $32. Were yeah, they're from the M&M store in Las okay. Vegas, Steve. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. The most special M&Ms <laughs> of all, you know? Like, do they have gold inside? Like, you get, like, you a know, random... hard one? to say. You're, okay. Hard to say. You're still making yeah, your way through I'm still working on them, you know. Right. They're almost they're almost gone already, but you know what? It's <laughs> fine. Um, I did go to a couple of uh, comic book shops while I was there, and I... Uh, a little uh, life hack mm. that I uh, heard on a, a different podcast... I bought a bunch of comics, and you know when we packed, we our suitcases uh, were both full. Uh, they were both carry ons, and we had these uh, carry on backpacks as well. Everything's just full to the brim. The zippers on both uh, the suitcases and our backpacks, mm. just like praying for the sweet release of death. Mm-hmm, you know, right. it's like that crammed in. So there was no way I was going to be able to transport back all of these like comics that I found or whatever. So instead, I bought a bunch of them, you know, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because you're not not that's going my to. gambling. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm out of t- I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like it's practically free. Right. Uh, you know, except for all the money I spent. <laughs> but uh, if uh, if you like get all this stuff, I, I went to the uh, uh, post office there, got a box and I just mailed it to myself. Oh, yeah, OK. And it got here. Uh, I sent it off on a like Thursday. It got here on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I had all of my stuff. I had to pay for shipping, but, you know, small price to pay for uh, all of that, for that stuff. amount so. of comics. 
Yeah. That's, yeah. that's great, so, man. That was good. That's your vacation. Mm-hmm. That's, I like that too. Cause it's, it's your, it. it's your way to waste money, right? It's, it's more Absolutely. entertaining than literally mm-hmm. just watching it go into a machine and not come back out. <laughs> Absolutely. Because that's, that's like wasteful. You know, my whole thing, I don't yeah, like to be waste. I don't like wasting food mm-hmm. or drink or just like time. None of that shit. Right, right, right? Right. So now I've got these comics here and I can put them in this closet never to be looked at again. It's, it's thrilling. Listen, honestly, you know? it's a wise purchase. <laughs> Maybe when you're an old man, you'll listen back to this and be like, wait a second. I got a box uh-huh. somewhere from Vegas, yeah. Vegas comics. I got to read those finally, you know? Brent Jr., Jr., the third, the second. <laughs> hey, go get Pappy's comic books. That's your daughter. And fetch his eyeballs right? as well. <laughs> that sounds great, man. Eventually, you're going to read yeah. them, and it's going to be a great time. You know? It's an yeah. investment Allegedly. in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, man, uh, let's go ahead and get into stuff. We're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Obviously, you've seen by the short runtime in this that this is another quick mm-hmm. episode of Pop Culture Catch-Up. It seems like all mm-hmm. of September we're going to be end up doing that uh, just based on our vacations. Like, Brent just went on one. I'm about to go on one. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to make it through these, kind of do rapid-fire pop culture catch-up stuff. But it's going to be a good time. We're having a good time. Hope you guys are listening and having a good time. And I don't know why I keep saying good time. Hey, man, we're just having a good time, <laughs> dude. Speaking of good times... <laughs> My life is going to be a much better good time because, Steven, uh, we've got a, a change that we're making to the podcast. So mm. on our social media accounts for the past, I don't know how many years, like uh, going back to the the dawn of this podcast right, back five, in 2017. Six years, yeah, six been, years. Uh, I've been posting uh, on the socials. Uh, it's been me the whole time, yeah. uh, except for the few times Steven's done it. Um, he's, Begrudgingly. He's me. Like some, some t- <laughs> yeah. I want to get off social media in general. I'm, I, that's my goal. Well, you know what? That's uh, I've had that sentiment. Uh, it's, it, it really has made um, as much as I, I love doing the podcast. The, the posting to the social media has really been just like uh, a chore right. for me over the past, like I don't know, six months especially. And it's really like uh, just bogging me down. It just like makes me so bitter having to like <laughs> find all of the like photos for the like uh, you know like, we watch this movie, got to find this movie photo. Right. It's just like. It's a lot. It's a lot to do. Uh, but luckily, you, uh, through the magic of the internet mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know, just fucking looking for it, I guess, mm-hmm. having some initiative, uh, you found mm-hmm. Forecast, uh, which uh, is from the makers of Overcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we don't make money off of any of this shit, but, but uh, it's free, uh, free either way. Yep. You know, If you have a podcast, check out Forecast. It's a software that works uh, with your podcast, and you can just add the photos of the shit you're talking about to the was it the metadata yeah to the actual metadata of the podcast so they just pop up on people's screens and they can see what we're talking about in real time and it gives little chapters Mm -hmm. too so just makes the whole experience nicer i think as a podcast listener absolutely and uh yeah so all of that shit will be in your feed as you listen to the show uh, so you don't have to like go out of your way to look at our social media. Uh, I appreciate everyone who has mm-hmm. for a while and will still post there just uh, for the episode descriptions and right. whatnot. But uh, for all of the like stuff we're talking about, all the movie posters, all of that stuff that will be in the main feed. Any extra stuff that we discuss, uh, where I'll say. Yeah, check our social media. You can do it for that, but for the the bulk of everything we're going to discuss, it's just going to be in the feed now, so uh, listeners, much uh, check it out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to thank you for doing that this whole time, Brent. Um, at the same time, I want to thank you. I also, I never did it because I don't want to do it, and if you didn't do it, I'd be like, well, that's fine. <laughs> and I, I appreciate that you put so much effort in all the time. I, I do agree that social media probably got us listeners. It definitely connected us with some of our other podcasting friends that we guest on, mm-hmm. and they guest on our show, and I love those people, and I love connecting with that that way but uh over time i'm like our show is what it is people found it or they won't Mm -hmm. i don't know like i don't know that social media is necessarily helping us uh it seems like a lot of effort and uh and over time i feel like social media has really been bad for all of society kind of and uh, Mm -hmm. i certainly don't feel good on it um I, i i'm still on instagram sometimes uh mostly to talk to some friends that i i can't otherwise but um when i do go on there to see if they've messaged me i end up staying on there for like a fucking hour just looking at bullshit, and then I, I feel bad about myself afterwards. So uh, I got rid of Twitter before it even changed to X, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, so I would never post on there anyway. But, um, yeah, you've, you've been doing multiple social media sites, and I, I very much thank you for that. And uh, you've put in your time, and I think it is time for us to move on and make our show better Absolutely. in the feed itself mm-hmm. uh, for everybody involved, in, us included. So Fuck yeah. Fuck Excellent. yeah. Excellent. 
That said, um, I'm going to post uh, 11,000 photos to our Instagram account <laughs> this week, you know, just as a, a final goodbye. And, uh, uh, no, no, no. So was, uh, last yeah. week was the was the, the last one. Like I said, we'll still have the show description. So it's like that black screen that you typically see on there. Uh, it's just like, you know, a screenshot from the fucking Overcast app or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, that will still be there. And uh, any extra stuff that we specifically state, check out our social media for. But otherwise, uh, yeah, all of the the, the main topic, uh, album artwork, posters, all of that stuff will be in the uh, the show itself. So honestly, if you're that curious, if you're that much of a listener, mm-hmm. uh, look at your screen. Right. Listen to the episode and look at your screen. Yep. Okay. There you go. Just look down. It's not on us. Mm-hmm. Just look down yeah. and you got it right there in your hand. That's that's all it is. Absolutely. <laughs> right there in your hand. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you want to get into the uh, the main event, the, the pop culture catch-ups of the week? Oh, my God. Do I ever, Steven. Excellent. Holy Did you shit. want to start us off today? Uh, you know what? I don't mind if I do. And actually, I'm going to start with a thing that I... Uh, I, I there was a, uh, what do you call it, a, a garage sale type of uh, thing at our Expo Square here in, uh, in Tulsa. Oh, okay. And uh, this happened, like, I don't know, maybe three, four weeks ago or whatever. My wife likes to go just to look at, like, craft stuff and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I like to go just in case there's, like, some comic book vendors oh, um, yeah. or people, you know, that type of thing. And uh, sure enough, I walked out of there with, like, a handful of, like, old comics and shit that I got for, like, a dollar piece or whatever. Yeah. So not not anything, like, too crazy. But there was one thing that I came across that was like, is this real life or is this just fantasy? Hell yeah, you know? man. Um, so I came across this comic that I had never fucking heard of before in my life. And I feel like I'm fairly plugged in with stuff, but this is just like a deep bench thing. That's old, never caught on, but I'm so glad I came across it because Steven, I came across a comic called fruit man special. (laughs) (laughs) I did not expect that. And nope, no one does. Mm. And, uh, it was, uh, published by Harvey comics and Harvey is the comic publisher of like Casper, the friendly ghost. Okay hot stuff windy the witch that type of thing um and i was like i i have no idea what this is but i was so enamored with it my wife was like oh you got to get that right and i was like hell yeah Mm -hmm. i do so steven let me tell you about uh uh young fruit man here so he's just kind of like a a regular looking like chubby guy with glasses uh his name is percival pineapple oh i love that he looks like a normal everyday fruit man meaning that he's like he has a fruit stand that he sells oh, sure. uh, from. Now, this comic was published in 1969, mm, right? Good year. The, hey, man, the funnest <laughs> year of all. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's sucking <laughs> fucking then, man, you know? Um, and uh, so he's he's got a fruit stand that people buy from, but in his secret identity, uh, he, he's this guy, but his superhero identity is that of one Mr. Fruit Man. Mm. Now, if you're thinking, oh, he's going to change it to a costume, no, you're wrong, Stephen. Mm. He doesn't simply change it to a costume. He changes into various fruits. Oh, yeah. Man, Like finally someone wrote a comic about the Fruit Man. <laughs> finally, right? <laughs> the Fruit Man cometh. And uh, sometimes he turns into a little lemon. Every time he has glasses on, just so you can tell, oh, this anthropomorphic... Uh, yeah, uh, right. lemon is is him, right? So he will uh, sometimes use his like lemon juice and spray that in a criminal's face and oh, apprehends them or whatever. Other times he just turns into different um, fruits to uh, find his way to different locales. Like he doesn't want to have to pay f- hmm. for a trip to uh, like South America or whatever, so he stows on a plane as like a pineapple, and he just gets like delivered there. So it's oh a, wow, that's it's pretty kind smart. of like a criminal. In that way, He's a you know, mastermind, yeah, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say in this one, he's going to a South Seas vacation, and he changes into a fruit. He arrives there, and the citizens there are—it's um, like a tribe of people, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, they're black. And as soon as I see this, I'm like, uh oh, this, this is going to be in some dodgy territory. <laughs> Because comics back then, they weren't uh, woke, right? Right. right. Uh, they, they weren't sensitive about this type of thing. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, these uh, these folks, uh, he turns into an apricot, stows on the ship. Uh, the apricot crate falls down. It's like uh, uh, the Americans have delivered food to this tribe of, of uh, people. Mm-hmm. They the, the crate cracks open. The people are like, oh, no, dried apricots again. Yuck. And then the other guy says, we cannibals eat people. So oh, no. they're just immediately cannibals. Uh, so that 
that was not fun. But uh, this guy who is normally a white guy uh, when he's human, he sees these uh, beautiful African women and he's like, oh, I got to get me some of that. Oh, so it's okay. like kind of progressive. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's. <laughs> It's problematic I, all the way around. I'm just gonna say too, if he if if you were shipped apricots and they're like, oh no, and he turns back into a human, if they, were they like, oh yeah, finally, like that's what they want to <laughs> eat, right? Is that what it's implying? Well, he he had to like hide himself from that, okay. you know. Uh, he he never reveals himself as a a, a human to them but uh it was a, a wild comic i read this earlier today it also has a, a couple of stories featuring super hippie oh. and then captain flower so this is a very like hippie-esque uh comic altogether it. but um it I, honestly it was kind of fun i'm glad i found it uh yeah, a dollar seems find. like a, a a fair price for this you know there's a i don't know probably like uh 50 60 pages in this mm-hmm. um but it was a, a quick read um and uh, it was a, a unique uh, superpower right. to have, you know? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like that for, for just for all the comics that are out there. Again, uh, as I've discovered them, it's like you can do anything in comics. And I never expected a man who can turn into fruit. But there you go. You, have, you found a good one, you know? Problematic Absolutely. in areas, but uh, good overall. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I was like, oh, no, you can't treat black people this way. <laughs> oh, but he's got a crush on the <laughs> black ladies? Well, I mean... You know, maybe he's learning his ways, you know. Yeah, Pobody's nervous, you know, <laughs> as it says in the Bible. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, that's great, man. Um, I, I love, too, that you said that you found all those comics in uh, Las Vegas, but they're just in your closet, going to gather dust for, for like 60 years. But you found this one, you're like, I got to read this right now. Like, you got, it's just man, so different. You come across a fruit, man. You got to read that shit, you know? Man, I fucking love that. Uh, okay, I want to jump in with one that you had mentioned last week. Oh, okay. And that is uh, The Flash. <gasps> I watched The Flash. Steven. I know. Wow. You mentioned it. I Amanda was out of town, um, and so I decided to throw it on. Again, as I said last week, it was such a... It's like watching a train wreck. It's like I haven't watched so many mm-hmm. Marvel movies. Some I've heard good things, some I've heard bad things about, but none of them just really intrigue me, and this one at least is so weird and different. Uh, and if anything, Keaton is Batman, you know, will get me back in there. And right. After your review, mm-hmm. uh, which you you said, like, you know, has problems and obviously Ezra Miller has problems. But um, mm-hmm. the you know, it's it's it still like interesting. It was entertaining uh, in some aspects and stuff. And, and it got me intrigued. Um, also, before this, we've mentioned many times the YouTube channel Corridor Crew, which uh, we both really like. It's like special effects guys that, that review special effects in movies. And uh, so I had after you had talked about it, I had happened happened upon um their episode of the flash breaking down some of the effects Mm -hmm. so that was really fun because and i thought that might do it i just might watch that i get to see a lot of the movie it's like a 30 minute episode so i get to see a ton of the effects um and and it showed some of the spoilers of things like cameos and stuff and so that was like kind of Mm -hmm. fun to see it that way but it also piqued my interest enough that i ended up watching it now yeah i started it i made it about 30 minutes and i fell asleep and I woke okay. up like two hours later and it was over. And so I rewound it. So I kind of did my own, like in the movie, he's going back in time to re, you know, to rehash <laughs> history. And I kind of did the same thing within the movie. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I would definitely say the corridor's crew, uh, the corridor crew was right about the, you know, some of the effects are, are really poorly done and they, they don't blame the effects people. Uh, a lot of things right. were really rushed, um, especially with the, the weirdness of this movie. And so many things were, were weird and it's been made in, during COVID and all this stuff. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of like Play-Doh looking people in it. It just looks like really fake plasticky, yeah. um, some weirdness in there. And they also, um, you, you kind of tiptoed around it, but I, I'm honestly not because, uh, it's a weird thing. They, they, the cameos, they resurrect some people that are actually dead in real life. And it seems like mm-hmm. the, the, the way they did that and they supposedly got permission, but it's like from who, and it just mm-hmm. seems like all kind of shady and, and uh, amongst a movie that is already pretty shady was kind of weird yeah. but um it was it was okay um i think if if i i didn't mind ezra miller and tell all the issues uh with them so mm-hmm. like i uh, some people just didn't like uh them as an actor but i i liked him i liked them and um like perks of being a wallflower is the first thing i saw them in and mm-hmm. and that was a good performance i thought I, I i didn't mind them but in this one after everything that's come out um we still don't know a lot about the situation in their real life but it's all just mm-hmm. weird, right? Like you watch it and you're just you, the yeah. whole time you're thinking about that in the back of your head. And and the fact that mm-hmm. like this probably shouldn't have been released, but the studio like 
had sunk two hundred million dollars into it, and right. and so what do you do in that case? And uh, yeah, so it was it was just kind of a weird experience overall. But I wouldn't say it was bad. I think my expectations were so incredibly low that I actually kind of enjoyed mm-hmm. parts of it. Uh, Batman was rad as fuck. Um, Hell yeah! Oh my god so great to see keaton again um mm-hmm. and like you said like they do some like either some people or or cgi but um to to make him be able to fight you know kind of like a a younger fighter almost uh, even though he is mm-hmm. aged in this movie and everything but um just seeing his style of gadgets and the, the music um just seeing him back yeah. in the cow man oh my god it was just it was it was there's so many fan servicey things this didn't feel like that it felt like right it felt like so good to see it again you know <laughs> The 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 reason I went so easy on the CGI last time is because there's a lot of CGI that people don't talk about in this movie that looks good. Like a lot of the backgrounds look good. Yeah. There's a scene toward the beginning of the movie where he's like running up a building as babies are flying out of it. Like the backgrounds look good. Backgrounds I know that's not. <laughs> I'm just saying. Babies? That, but the babies <laughs> don't. Right. The babies look cartoonishly. It's yeah. like disturbing. It's like an uncanny valley oh, created another uncanny valley. Right. And they created babies and a dog, you know, right. and it's all kind of weird. And then looking. AI studied that and then they made this yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. So how many fingers shall right. I put on uh, this? 11,423 yeah. fingers is on the baby. <laughs> um, but like, the, you know, there are things like that. There are a couple of effects when he's like going into um the speed force or whatever uh-huh. where his his like whole body elongates like into the background right. or whatever that's kind of cool from a design perspective um that uh, was it a, a xenotrope uh oh, xenotropic zoetrope yeah yeah that type of idea super cool i like right i i don't think it worked as well right. because of the the effects but again it's like a time crunch type thing could have been cooler um, right yeah could have been cooler yeah, you know yeah. um some of the like lightning effects look all right um there, Why does there he have are things here though? or there <laughs> <laughs> Steven, he's fast. Lightning is fast. I've explained this to you. It all makes sense. Don't, don't question go back it. Back to what I was. I, you, you were so forward by me saying that it was hilarious. I have no. History. It was funny because it's like I've literally never thought about it before. But it's like, oh yeah, why? Well, he has a lightning bolt on his chest. But why? But you know? why? It's weird. Like he yeah. the like Thor should have the Flash's costume essentially. Like if you think about it, he kind of he kind of should. <laughs> but oh, um uh, but uh the cgi was also used like you said on michael keaton's uh batman fight scenes right. and it looks it, fucking good it's great it's like they had those dialed in but then the rest of the yeah. movie they had to rush or something it's kind of weird but uh yeah, yeah he looked they, great they he has like a bat uh a bat plane um yeah and it, it's so cool it's like the cockpit always stays like level so the rest of the stuff can like move around and it just it was like a cool idea. It just seemed like his type of gadgets again. That would even be like in the old movies. I just haven't seen them in a while. But to see it mm-hmm. in this new world, uh, that was really cool um, to see him interact. Uh, I, I, it's again, I, I all the DC movies kind of just miss it somehow. And um, especially with this one, that was one of the things I was going to say was like they ended like they all do teasing more to come. But we know that that's not true anymore and so it just mm-hmm. that was like really fell flat uh the rehashed zod and supergirl stuff well you know instead of superman and supergirl mm-hmm. i uh, i had asked you how she was and you were kind of just like you know she's okay and she really doesn't play a huge part um i mean she's part right. of the big battle but they don't really dive into that too much because there's so much else going on mm-hmm. uh but the rehashed zod storyline i thought was fucking trash i <laughs> I, did, I liked michael shannon a lot um, yeah. I don't really like much of the MC or the MCU of the DCU. So rehashing all that and knowing that they're scrapping this because it's so bad and people have responded so poorly. Like it just was like, mm-hmm. wow, did you miss the mark on choosing mm-hmm. that part of the storyline to me? Um, but the Batman stuff was cool. So like there, there were okay things in it. And it overall, even stuff that like they pointed out in the corridor crew about the effects that were bad, like the babies were, were did stand out to me, but there's like, when Barry is next to his like younger Barry, like eighteen year old Barry, I uh, mm. they talked about how bad it looked and they showed examples and I was totally agreeing. But in the movie, I didn't care. It didn't really even bother me. Mm-hmm. I got used to it in a lot of ways. Um, and yeah, so it was just overall, it was okay. It was it was definitely an mm-hmm. interesting experience. Um, I'm fairly glad I watched it, but it just makes me more excited to see what they change with James Gunn and whoever the other yeah. guy is that are leading DC now. So, uh, Peter Safran, yes. I think. Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah, like the the running, he he runs goofily, you mm-hmm. know, continues to run. I don't know why they make him run like this. It, it looks dumb and bad. Yeah. Uh, the TV show 
the Flash TV show that was, uh, let me check my notes, nine seasons long, uh, did a much better job of it. I don't know why they didn't have cameos from the like CW DC shows totally that are immensely popular. Right. Uh, but they chose not to do that. Um, or some of the modern but, uh, Batman, like they, like the other yeah. ones, like they don't, they don't, and it's all old stuff. Well, and yeah, it's kind of interesting. That, I was going to bring that up as well. So in the reality that Barry goes to, it's not just he, he's going back in time. It's that he's going to an alternate reality. Right. They find out in the movie. Right. And then that reality is the reality of Batman 89. Mm-hmm. So Michael Keaton's Batman. So in that reality, if we were just like had a, a series of cameras set up to just capture the events of that world, eventually Michael Shannon as uh, General Zod would show up, and then uh, I guess fucking Barry Allen is there as well, mm-hmm. but he doesn't necessarily have powers. Mm. So, and then Barry, you know, through a, a sequence of events that we don't necessarily need to spoil here, uh, I guess in the world Barry goes back to. He changes uh, who Batman is. See, I didn't know. It's, I, it made me think of the, there's a Treehouse of Horror episode where, where Homer mm-hmm. keeps going back in time. He has his hand stuck in a toaster and he goes back and he steps in like a, a dinosaur bug <laughs> and he comes back and things are wrong, you know. And at the end, uh, like everybody eats with like lizard tongues and he's just like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like he, it's close uh-huh. enough to his world. I, I feel like I yeah. didn't know if Barry just goes to like a close enough world of his, mm-hmm. uh, but not his world. Or, or if he really yeah. changed things in his like timeline and his dimension or whatever you want to call it, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, there was a lot of confusion of that. There's so many multiverse movies right now, and uh, other other ones are so much better to me. And this one was just kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and it's also yeah. like it came out last after you know all like two different Spider-Man <laughs> multiverse movies and everything <laughs> yeah. everywhere. You know, it's just like this one just feels like it's tacked on, and we know it's not going anywhere. It just it just felt so superfluous to the whole movie's landscape, I guess. You know. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I still, it was, it was a fascinating train wreck to watch. Uh, I ser- certainly don't blame the special effects artist for anything in there, but, uh, I do blame Hollywood in general for just like rushing them and making their lives miserable in like 80 hour weeks. And then we still get stuff like this. Um, you'd yeah. think after all that time and effort, like we could really nail things down, but, uh, still to this day, like Jurassic Park stands head and shoulders above everything we do today. And it's just like, why haven't we got better? It's 30 years later. Mm-hmm. Like. I just don't understand. Like we've re- we've regressed in some way, and uh, yeah. things just look so fake a lot of the time. Even in Marvel stuff lately, um, and this one was just yeah, just not for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to the the new DC stuff though. I'm finally excited about something, and we'll see how those yeah. will play out. Um, as I mentioned last week, I had seen the the new Superman in a in movie uh, in Pearl, and I'm excited to see mm-hmm. you know how he portrays that. I hope they go in a, a better you know more positive light. Um, I was even rewatching just for fun, uh, Kevin Smith's like evening with DVDs. Um, oh, yeah. and he, someone asked him about his Superman lives, the one with Nick Cage oh. that he was involved in and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he talks about, I'd forgotten. I knew that the big parts of the, that story, like he wanted to fight a spider and it was going to be Nick Cage and blah, 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 and Tim Burton was going to direct, but he was talking to that, uh, producer who, whose name escapes me right now. Um, Barbara Streisand's old hairdresser who turned producer, John Peters, John Peters thank you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he was like. If you, Kevin Smith was like, well, if you had to cast Superman right now, who would you cast? And he's like, Sean Penn, because he has a deep darkness in his eyes and his soul. And he's like, <laughs> for Superman? And it's like, even back then, like, people just didn't understand. Like, it's so yeah. simple, it seems, to make that character mm-hmm. what he should be. And they, even back then, they were still on this path. And I, I don't know. I hope they can recapture some of that glory and make me like Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, as I yeah. know, you know, like our friend Tilly and, and, uh, and you and other friends of ours, like really like Superman, mm-hmm. um, our, our friend Austin, Austin Wilson. Really, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Loves him. Yes. <laughs> favorite character. Full back tattoo of the Superman <laughs> shield. But I'm like, I'm hoping someday I'll get a version of that, that I really like, you know, but, uh, and then the flash, like I never watched the TV show. I know you liked that, but mm-hmm. the flash to me with this has never been good. And I'm just like, what's up with this character? Like, it seems like it could be interesting, mm-hmm. but it's just not. Um, so yeah, just wherever they go with it, would be better. But, uh, yeah, interesting yeah. train wreck was the, definitely this, this one. So, 
Hell yeah. We talked about that way longer uh, than I expected to. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. You, you have to get it out of you, you sometimes, sometimes, you know? It's purging, man. Um, I, I do want to uh, mention a couple of things that I uh, experienced mm. on my plane ride when I went on vacation, oh, yeah. right? So uh, while I was gone, an album that I had been looking forward to, I didn't even know that it was coming out. Uh, I just got notified via Apple Music that uh, this album came oh, out, sweet. right? So uh, there's this uh, hip-hop duo that I've been listening to called Joey Valance and Bray. Mm, uh, have you ever... Like, You've never heard of them. Um, so uh, my friend Ross had mentioned them to me a while back, and uh, he played me a couple of their songs. I really liked it. Very Beastie Boys-esque, oh, okay. I would say. Uh, so if uh, I, I think you might like some of this, or at least maybe give it a, a cursory listen. I can point you to a couple of songs. But their new album, Punk Tactics, just came Ooh. out. And it's just like some cool, like old school, like boom bap hip hop right stuff. And uh, they're very like silly with the rhymes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they don't take things super seriously. They have fun. A lot of the songs are about like two minutes and change long, right? right so on. they've got a couple of verses they drop, and then out. they're like toward the end of the song. Sometimes it changes up uh, the beat a little bit, and then they're out. You know, they don't stick around too long. It's so much fun. Uh, The only drawback is they've been releasing singles over the past like year or so, about like one per month. And uh, so I've heard maybe like three quarters of the album already, Mm -hmm. but I do like those songs. So it's it's just kind of familiarizing myself with some of the the newer ones or whatever. I've wondered about that, that kind of tactic. Mm -hmm. Some of the artists that I follow... um, It's a punk tactic, (laughs) some say. (laughs) Some of the artists that I follow, I'll I'll, I'll hear about an album coming out. I've I've seen, like, they've released an EP and maybe some singles, and then I'm like, oh, man, I got even, like, 12 more songs. And then I realize, like, no, this is every song I've already heard. And, like, the way that uh, a lot of music services, like streaming services work, like Spotify, I have already saved the song like from the EP or the single and now I feel like like the art has changed and I I, I in my head for organization purposes I want it to be like uh-huh. from the album itself so I'm like do I go delete the other one and then like download this one to be like they're all connected but also you only get like six more new songs like it's a weird instead of just like a <laughs> yeah. single or two singles it's like there they seem to be a new thing like releasing them often uh, and then by the time the album comes out, you're like, I've heard everything. And it's, just kind of, yeah. it's almost like a weird little letdown uh, that I've, mm-hmm. I've kind of experienced, but I haven't pinpointed until you kind of said that. It's not bad. Yeah. It's just different. It's not I'm bad. I'm so used to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like hearing, uh, like back in the day, we would hear like a new single from a band we like on the radio. You hear that for like a month and a half, two months or whatever. Then the album comes out. Then you start listening to other singles or whatever on the radio. So it kind of paces out your ability to familiarize yourself with this artist. But this way, it's like, here's all the stuff up front. And this is their first album. Mm. So it's I kind of get that they're taking their time releasing stuff. They've been on tour for a little while here and there. Um, all that to say, I really dig this fucking album. Right I think people that like hip hop, uh, Beastie Boys in particular, mm-hmm. uh, I, I was telling Ross that it sounds like, uh, if you took the Beastie Boys vocals and then you mixed it over like, uh, run the jewels type beats or whatever. And, uh, I, I, this album was for me, uh, in every point. Uh, there's no bad song on this album. I don't think there's certainly songs I like better than others. Mm. I think the song Hooligang is fucking Ooh. perfect. I've started a playlist called perfect songs. I've got five songs oh, on there right one. now. Yeah. And, good, uh, good I, I was really impressed with it. So, uh, definitely check out Joey Valance and Bray punk tactics. The other thing I want to mention is I had heard about this movie, uh, a while back, and uh, I was like, oh, I kind of want to check this out because I like some of the uh, the actors in it. And I was on the plane. I was like, eh, let's just see what kind of entertainment they've got. Because I was I had downloaded uh, movies to my phone to watch mm-hmm. on my flight. But I came across this movie and it was available to stream on there. Right. And it's not on any streaming service now. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and take advantage of mm-hmm. this. Right. Yeah. So I watched it over the course of a couple of flights. But I finished it, and Steven, I fucking love this movie. Interesting. This movie is from 2023. The movie is called Joyride. Two words. Joyride. 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 Okay. It's It stars four Asian uh, women? I think maybe one of them is non-binary. I don't know. Okay. Sure, sure. But uh, one of them is the, the daughter from Everything Everywhere yeah. All at Once. I've uh, never The heard other of this. one is... <laughs> oh my god yeah. it's like a, a raunchy buddy trip comedy oh, yeah 
and it is so fucking fun. It's it's raunchy. The jokes fucking hit. There are perspectives I've never experienced in life, but it's not a barrier. Right. It's like being invited into Ooh. the club and being shown these things. Right. Good way to say that. And then also, there's a there's a lot of heart in it, right? And I don't want to like spoil the outcome of anything. Uh, just to give you like an idea, uh, the um, two of the the Asian lead uh, women uh, grew up best friends, and they uh, become you know, young adults mm-hmm. and they kind of start their own careers and whatnot. Um, through a series of events, they go to China. Uh, now the, the one, uh, actress that we follow the, the lead played by Ashley Park. Um, she is, uh, uh, we're told that she's Chinese raised by a couple of white parents. So she was adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, her friend, um, I can't remember any of the, the characters' names, uh, but uh, she's Chinese, raised by Chinese parents. Um, so the one who was raised by white people uh, felt like a little bit of outcast. You're mm. too Asian for white people, too white for like mm. Asian people or whatever. So she's a little bit of a, a crisis there. But uh, she's doing the best she can, ends up going to China, and uh, she uh, starts looking for her uh, biological mother. Mm. And that's kind of the the quest that sets them on their way. Uh, As they're, like, going there, they uh, pick up another couple of people uh, along their journeys. And it is... I was laughing out loud on this plane <laughs> i had to look like a psychopath luckily i was i had the like window seat so it's just like me like cackling to my wife who was like falling asleep or yeah, whatever right. but uh man i cannot recommend this movie enough i Ooh, had I such a it. fun time watching it it's about an hour and a half long so very respectful mm-hmm. of time uh but i would put this up there with like a game night or like the, awesome. the first hangover movie or you know one of those like feel good comedies that like you don't want to watch around your kids but you know like they kids kind of want to see what the adults are laughing right, at you right. know um ton of fun and uh highly highly recommended if i see it streaming on a streaming service i will mention this movie again because it was so fucking well done and i uh, looked it up after the fact the director of the movie this is her first movie oh, that man. she's directed i think she's uh done some work in tv before mm-hmm. but uh man she fucking nailed it because the the comic timing is incredible, and uh, all of the characters have distinct personalities. They each have their own, like, backstories, mm-hmm. uh, and you get uh, to see a little bit of that. And just, like, the chemistry of everyone uh, and their, the different matching up of personalities. Oh, my God. So fucking fun. That's great, man. I have never heard of that, mm-hmm. but that sounds amazing. I love any kind of good, raunchy comedy, um, especially one with uh, a bunch of female leads that can uh, that can really carry the movie and have that timing and everything so that sounds great man yeah let me know whenever it's on streaming i'll definitely check that out hell yeah and it's not even really like a rom-com per se like romance is a part of it for like one of the girls mm-hmm. but not really the other ones this is just like uh i don't know i guess like bridesmaids mm, in a yeah, way yeah, right which on. is another movie mm, i love yeah i'd love or to watch that perfect again. or yeah holy shit i just fucking had a had a goddamn blast. That's awesome, with it. dude. Awesome. Uh, I would totally add that mm-hmm. to my list. Um, I'm going to mention a few in a row because I know you want to finish this out today um, with, mm-hmm. with a, uh, something. But um, <clears throat> last week I had mentioned that I was uh, still sick, and I had a few movies that I wanted to mention from that time that I watched. <clears throat> excuse me. For some reason, whenever I was uh, in the throes of um, dying, passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, passion with my uh, Kleenex. Hell <laughs> <laughs> <Alien>, yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, well, anyway, uh, I wanted to watch some disaster movies. It sounded good at the time. So um, I'm going to mention three in a row real quick that I that I'd watched uh, a couple that I've mentioned before. But uh, I rewatched Cloverfield from like 2008. Okay. And then I watched 10 Cloverfield Lane uh, right after that. It was a good double pairing. Um, I know there's some other Clover, Cloverfield universe movies, but uh, I ignore them. I wish we had some more in that vein because the, it's such a cool idea. But uh, I love both of them. I really, um, I, I still think Cloverfield holds up. I was afraid that it wouldn't, especially with the like found footage, kind of shaky cam stuff. But uh, it totally did. I was really invested in all the characters. I still love that fucking design. I was super into the uh, viral marketing campaign back in the day when that was released, um, where they were like tease the monster and um all kinds of stuff uh swamp pop was like a a special soda they had in it and they would like really release it in the world and like it just was so fascinating it was uh early on internet you know kind of uh viral marketing thing that really worked at the time for me and uh yeah it still held up i thought it was really great the the effects held up uh which surprised me as well um but yeah it was a fucking good time and for some reason when i was sick i was really into it 
Um, so I followed it up with Tin Cloverfield Lane, uh, one of my mm-hmm. favorite John Goodman performances. Uh, he's probably one of my favorite actors, and I just don't think about him all the time. But every time I see him, I'm like, oh, my God, he's the most amazing actor in, in X movie and in, in a movie with amazing mm-hmm. actors in it. So um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in that. Um, she's fantastic as well. And I forget the other guy. I liked him, too. Um, he's in Hush and a, a few other things. But um, but I like that dude, too. But John Goodman, so fucking scary in that movie, has such a cool premise. Uh, really, really still dug it. Um, Dan Trachtenberg had directed that movie. And uh, I'd love to see what he's, he's he directed. Prey, the new Predator movie a few years ago or probably earlier this year. Every time I say it was last year, you say it was earlier this year. So I don't know. <laughs> no, it was, it was last year. Last it was year, last good year. Deal. But uh, yeah. yeah, I love his seeing his career. I really like that dude a lot. He's really active online and he seems really cool with people like interacting and talking about his movie process and all that. Uh, and that led me into the third one, which is a movie that I haven't seen in a long time. And that is 2005's Steven Spielberg directed War of the Worlds starring Tom Cruise. Okay. Uh, we all get in some other Tom Cruise stuff another time that we've been watching, but um, we've been kind of watching some of his stuff lately. And uh, I hadn't seen this one in a long time. I remember liking it a lot. It has a, uh, has the classic ending. Uh, uh, have you ever seen this movie before? I think so. Back yeah. When it came out maybe. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to ruin anything, but it, it sticks to like the classic ending. There's like a, a particular thing that we've kind of science has kind of proven different things or it just seems kind of silly, but I still really like it. It, it fits really well. It's got this really cool atmosphere. Uh, people reference this movie all the time of it being like a uh, uh, post 9-11. You know, it's like people covered in dust and like seeing these oh, you know, yeah. running from the buildings yeah. falling and all that kind of stuff. And it was like us us dealing with like a collective trauma or whatever. But um, that's in there. But I think so far removed, if, if you were a teenager uh, or like not even born then and you were you know a teenager or a young adult now and you watch this i don't know that you'd have any connection to that really um there's nothing in particular about you know uh, 9-11 and it, it's just like an alien invasion movie but um all the actors are really great um uh, tom cruise i think is is pretty stellar in it um the effects in this one also really good i still love the the tripod design of the the alien ships that walk around i think is really fucking cool mm-hmm. um i've seen the original world of worlds like once uh my dad's a big like old sci-fi fans so i think we've watched it together but it's been a, a really long time. I'd love to revisit it. Um, but this one was really good. I, I really liked it. And um, it, 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 there's some spoilery things, but it, it had to do with uh, um, kind of the way I was feeling as well. It just I, I don't know why these disaster movies felt good while I was sick. But um, when I couldn't sleep at night and I was trying to uh, to, to to fall asleep and and, and failing, um, these were like a little comfort to me for some reason. So uh, the three of those I kind of watched within. I watched. I, I couldn't sleep for a full day, so I was up for a, almost forty seven hours, and I, I literally watched about eight movies that those two days, um, maybe nine. And uh, these were like three of them. I, I watched them like all in a row in the like early hours of the morning and, and through the afternoon, and um, they were really cool and they were very comforting to me. So I would still recommend Cloverfield, Tin Cloverfield Lane, and War of the Worlds. Hell yeah, dude. Don't you think if someone is going to make a movie where we're dealing with the trauma of 9-11, all these buildings falling down and whatnot, they would have made a Three Little Pigs movie, and they would have had like so many like tall-ass buildings that the big bad wolf, he tries to blow down the buildings, you're like, he can't fucking do it. This guy's a fucking coward. And little, honestly, a little bitch. If oh gonna be my honest. god. Yeah, I think they would have done that. You're right. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Um, Maybe they can still get on yeah, that. You know, Maybe it's not too late. You it's know? not too late. Um, yeah. Never too late. Yeah. It's almost... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, that's on a line, but I think it's this side of that line. I think it's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Good. I thought so. I'll go ahead and pitch it to Hollywood. Okay, good. You know? I'm good at taking trips now. I'll Man. just fly there and be like, hey, guys, what about this? Thing? Right. What about like, yeah, Okay. I'm like, what? I can't hear what you're saying. You're on the Hollywood sign. It's like, well, I'm not... Honestly, we're just displaced house people oh my God. whatever. Um, all right, Stephen. So I've got one, one final thing right. I wanted to, to end with. And so, uh, you know, normally when I go on vacation, I take my iPad with me. I load it up with a bunch of comics, all of this stuff. So I had all of that stuff prepared. But at the last minute, I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to change my tactic mm. here, right? So I still put a bunch of movies on my phone just in case. I, you know, want to have stuff to, to watch here and there. Mm. Um, but it never came to that because I did a different entertainment thing this time. Mm, jerking off? And, well, <laughs> You're not invited on the plane again, are you? Steven, I, I'm telling you, I changed what I normally do. Oh, okay, my, okay. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. My wife was like, hey, you've gone to the, uh, the, the restroom on this flight like eight times. Like, hey, I like to go back and forth, first of oh, all. Oh, man. Me and my hand, we're in the bio high club, baby. Absolutely. Oh, my God. You don't even know, you know? During takeoff? Hell yeah, dude. 
Um, so I, uh, I want to keep myself entertained. I've, uh, am a little bit tired of like staring at screens all the time just because of work and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but I still wanted to read. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll take like a paper thing. Plus I was going to, you know, get some comics set in Vegas anyway. So I thought, oh, I'll have stuff to read there. Like actual, like physical things. Um, trying to, to limit my eyes, uh, absorbing blue light. Mm-hmm. Um, Steven, I don't know how to uh, tell you this, but, uh. <gasps> I read a book, Stephen. Oh my god, I can see it in your face, Brent. Wow, I did a it. A real life book. I did it. A real life book with uh, what do you call them? Shits, words, words. and printed uh, thusly, <gasps> right? And no pictures. So I got the book. I got the book right here. No, no pictures. Not a damn one in wow. this damn thing. Allison's gonna be so proud. First complaint: no pictures. <laughs> what? Why would you do this to me? Uh, but Stephen, the book I read. It's a little book called Who Censored Roger <gasps> Ooh, Rabbit? Good good first now, choice, man. Now, what you don't know, mm-hmm. what the listeners don't know, what almost no one but me knows, is I started reading this book <laughs> two years ago. Oh, wow. When we did so, Roger Rabbit? Stephen, Bef- over 100 episodes ago, episode 211, wow. we did Gum Eyes. Which is the episode on Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the movie film. That's right, Gum Eyes. I like that. Mm -hmm. Gum Eyes. And uh, during that time, uh, we came to Houston. We recorded the episode together, you and I. And uh, on my flight there, I was like, oh, I I have half this book done. I'll be able to read a good chunk of it on the flight there. And, And while I'm staying with you, I can finish it up. Well... There's like a situation that happened on the flight there and I wasn't able to read the mm. book. And then I was like so frazzled by that that I just I was like, I there's no fucking way because uh, I still had half the book to right. finish uh, going to bed the night before you and I were recording that following oh, morning. Sure. So it's like, there's no fucking way I'm going to do this. So why even try? Right. right? right. So I just kind of put this on the back burner. And it just sat on my iPad and my like Kindle store thing for a long time. And I was like, anytime I picked up my iPad, I immediately would go to like my comics mm-hmm. or whatever to read those instead of reading a book. So I thought maybe I can circumvent this by just having an actual physical book. Mm-hmm. So I ordered this from Amazon and I got it in the mail like the week before we left for a vacation. I found where I left off. I read like the, the previous chapter okay. uh, from where I left off just to kind of catch up on on things and whatnot. But I finished it. Uh, while I was on vacation and I would actually stay up late uh, a couple of nights just mm. to finish it because I got sucked into it. You know, oh, man, I had no idea books could do this to a person. <laughs> I'm telling you, who man. was I supposed to hear this from? <laughs> no one's ever told this to me before. It's like a little secret. Everyone's keeping to themselves. But uh, yeah, shit. I read the book and I, I do have to say this book uh, again, it's called who censored Roger right, Rabbit, yeah. not who framed. And uh, it's a different story altogether. Uh-huh. Roger Rabbit is in it, but he looks different. There's a lot of different characters. Eddie Valiant is uh, on the the cover of the book. Mm -hmm. This is just the author, Gary K. Wolf. Mm. And uh, so he's more of like a a trim fit uh, beardo Mm -hmm. than uh, what we see from uh, 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 Super Mario in the movie. (laughs) Was it Bob Hoskins? Um, but I'm going to text you a photo oh, of uh, of what the the characters look like. And uh, listeners, this is one of those times where, mm-hmm. uh, as I said, um, I'm going to have some photos that I'll post to our social media accounts. Um, but Stephen, the the photos I just sent you is a an artist's rendering of the who who censored Roger Rabbit oh, characters. My uh, this artist's name is Ash Baharin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know anything about them. Uh, I just know that I found this online and I was like, wow, this is kind of what the characters look like. So the first three are like Roger and Eddie Valiant and then Jessica Mm -hmm. Rabbit. And Roger is like a little brown guy. He's got suspenders, red shorts. um, And uh, I don't know if you could see, but uh, he's holding a tea kettle. kettle. Yeah. yeah. What that's supposed to be. I think maybe like a genie lamp. Mm -hmm. I will say that the tea kettle plays heavily interesting a huge plot point for this story uh, the other characters are some like uh, uh publishing guys mm-hmm. or whatever so in the in the book it's more that roger rabbit is a comic strip character oh, not a cartoon character okay. so um anytime he speaks there's a word balloon that appears over his head in this reality so you can actually like read what roger is mm. saying more human looking 
uh, tunes right. like Jessica. They suppress their word balloon so you can't see it and they appeal, or appear more real. Um, but that's like one of the differences. Um, another thing is, uh, look, I'm just going to spoil this one thing okay. for you, but it happens very early on in this book, right? So I like within a few chapters, you find out that Roger Rabbit dies. Oh, shit. And I don't mean like, oh, he's just like pretending. No, he's dead wow. in this book. They really but censored him. Rod, they censored his ass wow. butt good. They, man, they got a thick ass Sharpie mm-hmm. taken to his ass. Right. He did not survive. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that Roger's not in the rest of the book because he is. So to explain that, uh, in this world, um, Roger is a cartoon character, but he just like poses for photos for the comic strips, okay. right? So instead of people drawing the comic strips that yeah. you see in a newspaper, there's an actual photographer that takes pictures of the characters and they say their lines and she just takes a photo of that and then they do the next whatever huh. that next panel would be and it makes a comic strip. Okay. Um for any type of stunt like if a safe were to fall down on Roger's head, he's able to briefly create a duplicate character that lasts maybe like 20 minutes or so mm. typically and then it just like pops out of existence. So in the case of that, he makes a duplicate, steps out of the way, lets them get hit with that safe and then that's fine, and then Roger is, is totally unharmed. Gotcha. Um, so his duplicate is trying to help Eddie Valiant solve his murder and then the murder of the uh, comic strip syndicate's uh, death. Mm. Um, and there's a bunch of other shit that happens in this. But, uh, it's totally different. It was wow. totally different. But um, I will say the movie's better than the book, but the movie is fucking spectacular, right? right. Uh, I do really think the book is fun and it's a totally different like interesting take Mm -hmm. on it Uh, from what i've read online the subsequent books in the series written by the the same author the guy who created roger rabbit they uh kind of refer to this book as a dream almost and they pick up the continuity from the uh the movie Mm -hmm. kind of sort of and they they take it from there but uh yeah so So your first book book I'm officially a nerd. How was it? You know, this is. I thought I, you know, people thought I was just a really cool fucking dweeb, and now it turns out I'm a nerd. You graduated. I'm a nerd. I'm, yeah, I'm really proud of you, man. Thank you, uh, thank you. It only took me two years. I love that too. That's a great part of the story for you getting into the books, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really. I've mentioned this before. I didn't really discover books until I was like a young adult, and Harry Potter was was what got me into it. Um, they always seemed like I read them for school, but it always seemed like just bullshit it was like uh academic you know and i didn't understand that you could Mm -hmm. actually do it for fun and that it kind of spurs your imagination and everything so um yeah i'm 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 floored that you did it i love it um i did it it. no pressure do you think there Mm -hmm. might be a a second book in the next two years of your life that you'll read Hmm. i've heard heard good things about hop on pop oh i don't know if i'm ready for it though okay i mean it's good like what 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 happened to the mother it's not it's kind of there's not a much of a story in hop on pop though you know um i think like cat in the hat really has like a better you know uh there's like character development and there's like a plot um but yeah hop on pop is a good start to to dr seuss which is a good you know stepping stone from roger rabbit i think if you want to stay in the cartoon realm a little bit okay Mm -hmm. okay interesting you let us know man i'm super intrigued by this whole concept uh it really i'm that really blew my mind oh thank Uh you that's i would that's what i was hoping for actually uh i after i went to um i'm sorry after i read this book i uh, in the airport i went by uh, one of the bookstores there in uh uh, denver colorado Ah, and i was like i'm gonna pop in here yeah kind of feel like i'm a book reader right. now so i walked in there i was immediately intimidated uh-huh. i was like i don't know what any of these are <laughs> i don't know if any of these are good if i are they just like trying to sucker me into right. buying something i don't know i have no barometer when it comes to that i was like i've heard the name stephen king before mm. but i've also heard like his <laughs> some of the books aren't good so <laughs> the endings yeah. i hear a lot uh his yeah. writing though i've really discovered like i always heard good things but holy shit yeah they're uh they're, they're a lot more dense i bet than uh like they're really long um than, than the mm-hmm. one you read but um yeah some of those could be very fun as well um but yeah, yeah. man i i'm super intrigued by this i i, I don't even i don't mm-hmm. read enough books to even know what to recommend you necessarily 
for something else, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'll, I'll come up with mm-hmm. some and, and scrounge something up for you. But man, yeah, yeah. I loved I love that you didn't hate it. You know, yes, me That's too. Fantastic. Absolutely. If I'm going to invest two years right. of my life, <laughs> I can love that. <laughs> It's so stupid. It took me like 700 days to read uh, like 200 something pages. Oh, yeah, like 236, 236 right. pages. Yeah, that's like straight, man. half a syllable a day, you know? Well, that's, so that's, that's crazy. That's super fun, though, bro. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm intrigued uh, if you if you continue down this path. So we'll, we'll see. But um, that's rad, mm-hmm. dude. Well, I'm glad that you uh, you finished this out with a with a bang there. Uh, that was quite Absolutely. quite intriguing and exciting. So, mm-hmm. um, as we said, this is a short episode, um, just because uh, we're going on vacation soon. We gotta, we're actually recording two of these tonight, so next week's will sort of be a continuation mm-hmm. of this very same pop culture ketchup episode. But we will finish things out here. Uh, Brent, man, a uh, uh, great list for both of us, I think. Here, but yeah, that book still, I can't yeah. even get past it. I'm so I'm like, well, what are my words? Who's what's doing? What's going on? It's fantastic. Hey, you know what? No one expects it on fucking three twenty. <laughs> I know, man. Episode 320 was the one that broke him. I love it. Well, uh, as usual, please write and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is always appreciated. Um, I think I skipped something. You can contact us if you like. Uh, Info's in the show notes. Uh, Social media is still available to contact us. That's another thing, though, is like we don't really interact with tons of people, even our fans on there, generally. Uh, uh, Most of our fans are friends of ours, and we can just text. Yeah. (laughs) So... If you can call them fans, but uh, definitely listeners, we appreciate that. So, yeah, let your friends know so more people can find us and uh, definitely come back next week as we continue with more pop culture catch up. Thank you for joining us, everybody, today. It was, uh, it was a blast talking to you, Brent, as always. And, uh, yeah, come back next week, everybody, so you can hear more of us and our bullshit. Uh, yes. Please. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. One, two, three, record. One, two, three, record. Uh, uh, oh, uh, where my <laughs> podcast is at. This is what happens. This is what happens when I'm gone. Listen, I'm white. I don't know what your excuse is. <laughs> uh, Stephen, I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, you are also a bearded man. Mm. And uh, do you ever put beard oil in your beard? I've had beard oil and I, I got it from you. Well, I got, yeah, I got it from you. You learned it from me? I learned it from you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't in a while, though, honestly, because the one that you got me, I, I don't know the brand. Uh, you got it years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Amanda really liked it. I don't know why she mm-hmm. was smelling your face. We'll talk about that later. But um, mm-hmm. you, I think you just smell good. Um, and she liked it. Yeah. And it's like it has like tobacco and some other like cool herbs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got a yeah. bottle uh, from you, I think. And then recently the little like dropper thing unhinged from the lid and I, and it's open and I can't, oh, no. I can't use it. And I was like, Oh, I have more of these and I, I can't find them. So it's literally just sitting on my bathroom counter and I kind of just pour it out the broken top sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, was that what you were asking? About? You have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's good. Shit, uh, Cause I used that for a long time. And, uh, uh, it's kind of expensive because I have to get it through like a salon right, or, or right. that type of thing. And I, I found a local company that sells through Amazon. So I didn't oh, feel cool. as bad buying it, you know? Right. Um, but it was, uh, uh, I got three different scents for like, you know, decent prices. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of them was like, bourbon, the other one's like, van- Oh yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. got it. You know, yeah. I got beard oil money, you know, <laughs> I struck gold and beard oil. <laughs> I like to. Neither of us have long beards that really necessitate uh, I know. like the oiling. But uh-huh. I like the smell of it because I don't really like colognes. But these have a just like mm-hmm. another another good low lying scent. You know. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's yeah. like I don't know who's going to get close enough to smell it right. beyond just me, and I can't even smell it. You know, I put it on mm-hmm. and it just like immediately washes away with gotcha. my poor sense of smell. But oh, yeah, uh, yeah. it does help to like keep my beard hair from being so dry. And like mm. when I uh, pretend like I'm thinking around uh, other people, sure, even though I'm just that. like, yeah. oh, I wonder what candy I can dig out of my car today. That's probably <laughs> someone dropped a skittle in there or something. Uh, while I'm busy. 
busy like you know running my fingers through my my chin hair uh sometimes if i don't have like oil in it it mm-hmm. will get like too dry and like almost like a dandruff or something like that it's right, just, right. it just I feels weird to me otherwise mm-hmm. so uh I was, I was curious about that evidently it's a question i knew the answer to but i've since forgotten listen that that's welcome to my world you know um i'm surprised i remember <laughs> that it was from you but in the moment i was that's, like Wait this a is true yeah, yeah that's actually yeah, yeah. um but yeah actually yeah you. this uh, brown guy gave it to me once it was uh, <laughs> it was weird Unasked for it. Didn't care for it. It smelled Pulled like tobacco. Dr- he, he was Cuban, maybe? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, wait. Uh, he was just eating a sandwich. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, that's right. Mm, a Cubano. Oh, Cubano. I love those. Oh, my God. Um, Turning a bun inside out? Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Where are you getting you know? Cubanos that they turn buns inside out? Have you never seen one? I, I mean, I've seen sandwiches that they do that, but um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had a Cubano that but way. It, man, if they're not turning an any into an Audi, <laughs> are you even having a Cubano sandwich? You know? It's good. Yeah. I, I feel like I've had it a couple times before, probably when I've been to Florida for vacation. Um, right, right. They've, they've had those. But uh, uh, I, I don't know what it is, but it just, like, takes it to an, uh, another level. Hey, you know? Man. I'm not even, like, a bread guy. I know. But you're it not was, a bread uh, guy. It's just, like, so good. But if yeah. you were, yeah, yeah. toasted with with multiple types of pork Hell on it yeah dude yeah dude. <laughs> you know i that might be one of the reasons why i haven't had one in a while i'm trying to cut back on like pork um, oh yeah not for any like religious reasons obviously but mm-hmm. you know like yeah they come from cute little piggies i, I feel like That's we true. need a more ugly version of mm. a, a creature to take the bacon from like i'll eat turkey <laughs> bacon turkeys are pretty fucking ugly but turkey bacon know. never really works out for me though every time i've had it it's like it's always like eh it's it's kind of like it wants to be bacon you know but <laughs> it does i want to be a millionaire just you can't be something <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> you once regis philbin died you were like i'm glad he's dead i do want to be a millionaire he never let me <laughs> it was such a tease <laughs> Gotta answer those Who questions? wants to be a millionaire? Me, I would scream at the TV for hours on end. <laughs> oh my god. So do we have a sync word out of that? Turkey I don't bacon? know. I don't know. Turkey bacon. Let's go turkey for that. Bacon? I don't think that was get some, used before. Get some use out of it, you know? Yeah, there you go. Like when you eat turkey bacon, I I like to pretend that I'm eating the little like gobbler thing on its oh, neck, ugh. you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm never so even good. turkey bacon again. <laughs> <laughs> you literally did like a double clutching uh, of the pearls. Yeah, uh, I, I was reaching for now. ones I, I don't have because I'm not mm-hmm. a millionaire. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, that's that. I mean, that's what happens ooh. to uh, to uh, uh, old ladies walking through alleyways. You know, you Bruce know. Wayne's mom. We've yeah, all seen true. it one thousand times. <laughs> you know. <laughs> could use it again though maybe the batman 2 mm-hmm. we'll finally get to see that again the batman 2 mm-hmm. to batman 2 furious oh man i can only wish he has that cool car so yeah kinda. that's true that like kind of like false starts a couple of times in it right if I remember correctly <laughs> what if the yeah. next one dom shows up at the end and he's like it's all about family and he's like my this mascara immediately runs <laughs> <Yeah>. from the <laughs> underneath the mask into his mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> he starts blubbering. Blubbering Bruce Wayne back at it again. Blubbering Bruce Wayne. Blues, I said blues. Blubber, blubbering Bl- Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Is that our new sync word? <laughs> Bl- blubbering Bruce Wayne is the new sync word. And we'll sync with that. Easy to say phrase that pays. Is it blubbering or blubbering? Rubberin' blues. Do we switch the R on the elbow? Hey, man. Hey, you know what? what you Dealer's do. choice, brother. Okay. okay. Yep. <clears throat> All right. See what I can do. So, whatever amount of syllables you want on three. One, two, three. Rubberin' blues. I think I just drowned. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be a good episode. It, it has to be. Legally speaking, it has to It be. has to. All right, let me jot that, that down. Excellent. It's family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool, I guess. L-P.